Please be advised, this week's episode contains strong language and colorful metaphors. and welcome to the gray area where I dispense advice and give interviews on relationships between gamers. My name is Genesee Gray and this is the ninth podcast in a weekly series titled Post Flu Fun. Last week's episode was a conversation with Dragonitis on the creation of gaming. Please visit www.genesee.com, the gray area homepage, and add to the forum discussion on this topic and to tell me your story. Today is Monday, March 21st, and this week we speak with Kylor slash Scott and Alanomi slash Josh, all fellow World of Warcraft players. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm glad to have you on. Josh, welcome back. Yeah, hey, thank you, T. So, Scott, tell me all about this. You were on NPR today? Um, actually, um, let's see, it was on Friday, yeah, it was great, because uh, I'm the Rural Education Director for the state of Alaska, and um, also, in, in those duties, besides being Alaska Guard Pilot, um, I teach uh, life skills uh, to adults and young people, mm-hmm. and a lot of that has to do with communication, and they wanted to know strategies for when uh, children are separated from their parents and single-family homes and such, and those challenges, so it, oh. it was fun, it was, it was a great time. Okay. Wow, that's pretty uh, prestigious, though, NPR. Yeah, no, it, 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 was, it was good because it was a very positive interview, and ironically, I actually used, and as humorous as this may sound, um, with the youth I teach, it very much resonates when I talk about strategies instead of a, a, abusing you know, substances because sometimes people do that just to feel numb. They don't, they don't want to deal with life problems, and whether you're in combat or you're in a, you know, a community, whether it's in the city, everybody has challenges. And um, that's actually how I got into World of Warcraft. I got back from Iraq, and, and instead of abusing alcohol, I wanted to get numb, and I joined a raid group, and that's how I actually got to know Alanomi, Josh, and, um, you know, it was a great experience because uh, um, after raiding or playing six to eight hours, you know, I was numb, and it helped me sleep. <laughs> and that's how I actually, you know, through Audible Way, I got to meet you, and, and uh, that's a positive alternative method to you know, life skills is, is being in a team and getting to know people who have uh, like morals. And, and, you know, that's much better than just sitting there and drinking all day. I think it's almost like an um, intermediate point. I mean, at least for me, that, you know, when you join a game like that, it kind of baby steps you back into a place where you can be healthy enough to kind of have a real life, you know? Absolutely. It, it, it is, you know, some fantasy, but what really attracted to me was, you know, no, no one's judging, uh, at least, you know, in the guilds that I've been in. Unless and you're a noob and you suck at tanking. <laughs> hey, hey, I will. You know, if I could spank you through this podcast, <laughs> I would. But, you know, um, <laughs> that is a recent problem, apparently, I have. Because, you know, I tanked for, you know, years for the last realm. And it was fun. And I was a main tank. And, and um, I, I don't know if you want to discuss how, in my opinion, World of Warcraft has, has changed. But uh, uh, it's disheartening because I still have friends and relationships but um, people got so rude there, and and um, I just miss that team collective, you know, and uh, so I'm not really actively gaming right now, which is, you know, it, it, it had its purpose in time, and it was constructive and healthy, and, and I recommend that to people uh, much more than, you know, abusing substances. 
Um, yes. But I don't know. I don't know if it's run its course or not, you know? I feel like that, too. Like, I'm not in the game a lot anymore, either. And I don't know. I've I just taken a break, I guess. Josh, are you still playing, or what's going on? What's going on with you? It doesn't have to be about the game. I, I just haven't seen you guys in a week because I've been sick with this flu. The whole family got sick. So just one by one, it's been a two-week process. I was sick for four days in a row. So I haven't been on. I haven't talked to anybody. I haven't talked to you guys. I finally got the desperate phone call from Josh like two days ago, just wondering if I was alive, I guess. I never even answered it because I was asleep. I just got this message. Oh, Josh called. Well, he probably wonders if I'm alive. There you go. How did you open the show on your post-flu fun time? I thought that was pretty cute. That's right. I'm glad you think Josh and I are fun. <laughs> there, see? I have to get my fix. I haven't talked to you guys. So what's new? What's going on there? Josh? Uh, uh, not really a whole lot. It's kind of the same old shit, different day. Um, just trying to, you know, see what happens with, you know, the what's happening with, uh, sorry, I'm, my mind is a little bit distracted right now. Just, the Antiques Roadshow, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, the Antiques Roadshow's on, I'm watching that. It's riveting. Uh, just, yeah, I've just been studying my electronics and whatnot, and just, you know, just kind of watching the world fall apart as we're bombing the hell out of Libya right now. But other than that, you know, kind of same old shit, different day. I'm, I'm, glad, this isn't, I'm glad this isn't NPR because I know it's a podcast, but you do have to put your editor on. It would have never flown on NPR if I would have said, oh, same old shit. No. Yeah. Well, it's classified as clean, but I don't think they're going to yeah. rip that rating away when okay. he, because he said <laughs> shit. It's okay. Wait, yeah, well, yeah, I was kind of curious what, you know, if you're going, oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> God, Josh, oh, nice. please, uh, don't make me relive it. You know, T, it, it, yeah, I, I, it's good, because he's natural, and he's just like he is right now when we normally talk, you know, but, um. That's right, keep practicing that <laughs> gagging, buddy. You can tell I'm much better, you know, during this interview process. You know. <laughs> you're trying to give the illusion that you're a responsible a citizen. A little, you no, know. you are very professional. <laughs> the original uh, naked fishing tank, but, you know, that's a whole other story, so we'll... I know. I would love it if you would tell your murloc story, because that is one of my favorite stories ever. And maybe Josh could practice his gagging as the murloc. And probably no one understands why I call you T, but, you know... <laughs> we'll save that story for another day, too. Oh, well, guess what? I finished Dragon Age 2 the other day. Now, you already did. I did. You know, you didn't like that very much, though, right? I well, mean, it wasn't I your game. Got out of the stupid city and all the cutscenes, it was just boring. I, like I said, the only thing I really liked was my sister, and that was a little too Mississippi. Yeah, Bethany. <laughs> yeah. Was well, See, if you think Bethany's hot, you need to keep going, because you'll like Isabella. And I used to be a much bigger gamer, I guess, but again, I think what really attracted me to World of Warcraft, because, you know, a lot of it's just, you know... W S A G whatever you know that's probably why I suck at tanking because I just do it and I don't really know what I'm hitting. But um. <laughs> oh, the movement keys. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. um, again, I miss the relationships, you know, the friendships, and and I still have that with you and Josh, and we get on and we chat. We just have a you know hoot of a time. But um, I just don't find that in World of Warcraft anymore. It's kind of sad because uh, I was looking forward to getting back into it. But well, yeah. I confess, and I'm cheating a little bit, but uh. Seth bought me a copy of Rift, and I didn't ask for this, but he did. And it comes with 30-day free, yeah. you know, trial thing. Mm -hmm. So we've been playing it uh, a little bit, and I'm kind of having a good time. Some okay. of the guild guys, uh, I don't know if you ever knew Rodney, what's his character's name? Um, I don't remember, but he left from Angry Penguins that we're in, and he went over mm -hmm. there, and a couple other people, and just some other friends that I played with different guilds all came, and they, they formed this guild 
that Seth and I joined recently. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun. It, it's like a new discovery, you know, all the things I liked about so World of Warcraft. In a guild in yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I feel kind of guilty. Josh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm only level 14, so it's not like I'm that dedicated. Well, run around the stake, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you kept this from us, too. I, I know. know we're not in a relationship, <laughs> except, you know, but I kind of feel violated. I, I, I wanted to be really committed before I shared it. I was like, T, my Skype friend, you know, hiding thing from me. <laughs> yeah, she'll appreciate that a lot. Yeah, no, she knows all about you, and, and I keep no secrets from my wife, and, and she, that's, 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 um, what we, we talked about in the NPR, too, is there was all sorts of spouses, I was the only male on the, on the, um, on the, com- well, not on the column, but on the, um, board, if you will, um, and they all had their different strategies in their marriage, you know, for, for coping with absence. One was a commercial fisherman, and one worked on the slope up in Alaska, and, um, you know, the key was, you know, communication and, and they love, you know, my wife, we're, we're awesome partners because we don't, we don't keep anything from each other and we share in each other's joy. And she doesn't like World of Warcraft, but she was very supportive, you know, of me and the relationships I built on there because it was, it was healthy and it was fun and she knows, you know, what I seek out, you know, in that. Well, you're so obvious about how much you adore her, like every other word. So it's not, uh, you know, she should be very pleased. No, she's, she's happy when I can, you know, tease because... Not all my humor she appreciates. In fact, she, she hates, uh, ironically, the word hump. And don't even ask Well, who doesn't? <laughs> you, you know, I, I guess it's a girl thing, because I think it's much better than the other terms, you know, so... I hate the word boob. You do? I do. I, I think, I don't know, it's just, it's not attractive. Well, well, what's a, what, what, what is an alternate version? I guess breast, yeah. That sounds so medical. I could never say that in NPR either. Well, see, now I'm going to have to change that rating right now. I did it to myself. Okay. (laughs) Well, anyway, words, words that annoy us. My friend cannot stand the word moist. If you say the word moist, she gets very angry. She does. Yeah, like you can't say towelette. No, like no, you cannot say the word moist. Well, Tristan's going to say, well, she doesn't like the word moist. And how that, then what are you going to say? Oh, What's all this wetness in the air? You know, the thing is, the, the word moisture. Moisture, yeah. Meat, you know, just have valuable usage, so I don't know what the hell you're going to... It seems kind of weird she doesn't like the word. Condensation, precipitation, I don't I don't know. I don't know what she says instead. It's just her thing. It's her thing. Really? Yeah. Well, she's got, she's got to learn that, like, you know, especially when you're in high school, uh, you know, men are always moist. It's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> Kylor, I swear. And, and then as you get older, it's it's a different type of moist. But you know, again, men are always moist as they get older. Guys do sweat, don't you think? A lot more than girls do. I just think that's medically true. You know, they don't have depends for nothing. You know, so <laughs> well, that's a different kind of moist. What I'm talking about, you know. So it kind of goes through a cycle, you know. So feel sorry for her friend. She doesn't like that, you know. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. Well, she'll get over it. Yeah. Did you see that uh, I was going to put the podcast on something called Ustream next week? Do you know what that is? No. Nope. It's basically a site where people can go and log in and then you can have an entire audience of people while you're recording. Like right now we could be recording and there would be an entire chat of people that would be listening and they can't say anything because it's not connected to what we're recording, but they could type and and tell us what they're thinking or, you know, just talk about what's being said with each other and it's kind of like having an audience. Yeah, well that's cool because you can get feedback and stuff. Yeah, I thought that might be fun. 
Now, does your friend, I mean, this is interesting since you brought up her friend, is she pretty easygoing? Does she have a good sense of humor? Or, yeah, or? yeah, she does. But she just does, she's hung up on noise. She's particular about um, enunciation. Like, she will say the hua instead of wa. Like, she has the H there, oh. like when, and wow. instead of when, you know? She's particular. Is she French, or what the, what the hell is her problem? <laughs> I, do, I don't know. I... She's not going to like you, and she probably won't like me either, because, you know, as I, I especially in my flying career, you know, there's a time to be really serious, because you don't want to be cracking jokes when you're, you know, 10 feet off the ground and 150 knots. You want to be focused. Or being but shot they, at. Well, yeah, and, and there's a time also where you want to keep cockpit light, and when I was a medevac instructor pilot in Kansas, um, I came from the air assault community where you always, if somebody jumps on the aircraft and they can hear you, mm -hmm. you tell the pilot in command. So you kind of put the editor on, Josh, you put the editor on. Uh. But anyway, um, <laughs> and the, 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 the medic always would come in, and I was just doing a light flight from uh, Fort Riley, Kansas to Topeka, and he's like, sir, I got a 62-year-old male, and he has acute angina. Nobody told me anything, and I just wanted to say, okay, it's a beautiful day. We don't, you know, we're going to get him there. And, and I was like, first of all, you know, I know he's a veteran, but I'm not flying no cross-dressing fool. And if he has an angina, it's probably not cute. Not at 62. And, you know, and he's like, sir, sir. And I thought it was funny. You know, I didn't know what a cute angina was, but I'm pretty sure he didn't have one. And I found out later from the doctor. Oh. He had her ears on. She had her own little headset. And she's looking at me, and she's like, hey, uh, Chief Friction? I'm like, oh, who are you? I'm the doctor. And she had her own headset, and she's like, cute angina is. And she gave some medical term, like heart palpitation. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever that means. I'm not a doctor. I'm just the bus driver, you know? And she didn't find any joy in my comments at all. You know, she got all this. I was like, come on, can't we just have a sense of humor there? And then I crewed the, you know, chewed the crew chief. You know, why didn't you tell me who's on the air team? He's like, you already started talking about cute anginas. And I was like, <laughs> We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. It's funny, unless he's having a heart attack, which is basically what he was about to do. So, well, really, well, he lived, so he's glad I'm a good bus driver, I guess. We collected <laughs> him on top of that hospital, and he got off, and it's like, thank you. And he did have a dress on, one of those hospital smocks, so I'll mm -hmm. write about that. You know, I don't like rich people, I like play people, but I, I, I do like people that have a sense of humor and take joy in life. Yes. Well... Yes, especially in the serious profession you're in. You know, you could go nuts if you didn't let off some steam, I would think. Yeah, and, you know, you and your husband were very gracious, and, and uh, I loved it that you had a sense of humor, because I did not mean to keep on mispronouncing your screen name. You know, thank God you don't have to spell to be a pilot, because uh, I'm not a good speller. You know, the wife is a writing professor, thank God, so she edits all my important stuff. You know, but uh, as I said, that's why I started calling you T, because... But you had a great sense of humor about it, you know. The, the, when I first met Josh for the longest time, we, we didn't have this Skype stuff. And I thought he was a chick because his, uh, what was that character you played with? Alanomi? Yeah, yeah, she's a girl. Alanomi, yeah, Alan. She had, she had a dress for the longest time. She does have a dress. Well, not anymore, apparently. He, she has, like, uh, hot pants. Oh. Uh, right, Josh? I don't know. But No, she, she still wears a dress, but continue. She's very girly. Well, you know, and, and I was, you know, oddly attracted because she was a good player. And, and, you know, oddly attracted. And, stuff. and, and <laughs> not that I was disappointed that Alan was a dude, you know, but I was like, wow, he's a dude, but he does wear a dress, you know, and, and he lives on a resort that he bitches about constantly. In paradise. Yeah, I know. <laughs> tell us more about how horrible it is to yeah, live in paradise, Josh. Tell us how bad it is to live on... Tell us more about the horrible blue ocean. 
<laughs> Tell us more about the horrible white sand. I just got lemons. You really want me to get into that? Yes. Yes. Complain about the 80 degree uh, weather and the freaking birds. The only thing you complain about, boss, uh, uh, Josh, is your sucky internet. So There's I'll too many that. beautiful Spanish women, and they're yeah. they're too attracted yeah, to everyone. Well, okay. What well, things that drive me crazy with here is. Okay, one, well, uh, one is the state government. The state government drives me absolutely crazy. Josh, uh, to Josh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, how old are you? How old are you? Good Come week. on. 68. Yeah, you're 68. What the no, hell are you bitching about the state government for on paradise? Who cares? You don't even vote in Puerto Rico, bro. It's all fun, but, you know, I used to have a whole head of hair before I met Josh, and now it's gray and it's falling out. Here's dollars for real game, bro. Deeper on paradise, so send me some. Well, what? Scott, well, what I could do, do is, uh, uh, I, I have a lot of hair as it is, so I'll cut my hair and I'll send it to you, but via FedEx, and you could do Thank you, you very little, but you're like, you're a 22 in, like, what he said, a 68 year old body. <laughs> mindset. It's just a mindset. Yeah. And Josh is very intelligent. He wants to know, like, you know, dynamic and, you know, nuclear proliferation treaty. Uh, he'd rather talk about the senator from Maryland yeah. and his views on the Constitution than go out and look at the beautiful women. Absolutely. Dude, live large. You're young. Get out there, you know? You will have the rest of your life to worry about, you know, geophysical politics in the third world, you know? Don't worry about Libya right now, bro. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. Worry about getting that girl in the bikini's phone number and learning how to speak Spanish. Hola, guapa, que pasa, bailamos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you don't live here, you know, it's... it's Well, the well, thing, too, is you work, too. I, I don't work, you know, unfortunately, because of the current economic downturn, which Puerto Rico's had a shitty economy for the last <clears throat> six or seven years anyway, but... So what you're saying is you're also unemployed in paradise, so you have nothing except to go out and enjoy it. Oh, no! He's on my side, because it's like, okay, I'm sorry, I don't work, so I got all day to hang out on the beach, and you know what? Talk to chicks in bikinis. And I'm telling you about the beautiful things in your country. I'm like, hey, have you ever been to these, uh, you know, algae-infested lakes that have the beautiful gl blue glow that you can uh, bioluminesce with? What? What? Yes, you live there. Go visit them. And T, well, you you're, you're even getting a little too complicated. Come on, just go to the beach and talk to chicks in bikinis. You're 22. <laughs> Don't worry about the fungus in a pond. <laughs> I know your heart. But it glows. Bad, but it yeah, clothes, Kylor. You know what? The first time Josh actually talks to a girl in Puerto Rico in a bikini, he will glow. Believe me. <laughs> he will get moist. And we'll never see him on World of Warcraft. Again. And Josh, yes, I lived two years in Spain. I never voted, and I didn't care. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, you, you and your McMuffin episode in the middle of uh, McDonald's. That's a circle of trust. We, can we can't talk about that. <laughs> It'll. Don't worry, it won't make it in the final broadcast, I'm sure. I'm sure Tristan will edit this out. Want your teeth? Uh, not, not this, no, Josh. I'm keeping this right here. <laughs> this is good stuff. The thing, though, is you build relationships with World of Warcraft. And, and online, I know a lot of people say it's not real, but this is a real relationship. It's a real friendship, even though I've never oh, met you all. Anyways, and, people. Yeah. Well, it's and hard to explain that. The circle of trust. I mean, you guys didn't, you know, hear this stuff until, you know, we got to be friends. And that's that's a whole another dynamic that, um, you know, I never grew up with. How do you meet some friends that you don't even know? You know, but um, you guys both have communication skills. And like I, I say to you, you are humorous and you're smart and you're very creative, I know. So it's fun to talk to you. And Josh, he's, he's wicked smart for his age. But, you know, I try to dumb him down because that's what he <laughs> 
Well, you know, he is raising my awareness. I have to say that. He's forcing me to pay attention to things I would rather ignore. So in that way, I think it's good. It's good that... Uh, I just, like, you know, I feel like the eagle with the, you know, the chick, and even though I'm not his daddy, you know, I'm trying to kick him out of the nest <laughs> because he is too smart, too energized, and wants to know about the world, and all he needs to do, you know, is get out there. And, and That's your future right. is bright, my brother. Uh, but I'm also saying, until you can get out there, oh my God, live large in paradise, because... Live for all of us in paradise. Forget. And don't Almost. listen to tea. Stay away from that pond with the... Oh, come on! Baby steps, Kylo. I was giving him something, something intelligent and nerdy for him to discuss. Wonderful. Can you say bioluminescent in Spanish? That wasn't even chick advice. That was mom advice. Oh, son, go to a pond. Of <laughs> go to the beach. Take pictures of that, brother. Well, Tristan, if you want to talk about geeky stuff, I can talk about spinlocks if you want. If you want. Not yeah, that and, level and, of geeky and, stuff. And yeah, yeah, you, you, don't even, you don't even know what that is, so I won't even bother. Well, I do have a geeky well, question for you. Long. That's why I don't talk about tech, but go ahead. Well, see, I have a geeky question. Questions from listeners here. Here's one for you. Owlize asks, I'm trying to find the ideal gaming monitor. What's the difference between LCD and plasma? And is there really a big difference between 80, 1080p and 720p? And which is better for the PS3? It looks like to me the, the difference is that plasma has brighter colors, good contrast, and fast response time. But I hear that Sometimes, uh, if you leave an image paused or something like that, that it can burn it in. But I don't know yeah. if that's still an issue because I thought that was kind of an older thing they might have well, fixed. Plasma versus LCD. Um, I really can't say a whole lot about that because I well, one, I don't have a plasma screen. I wish I really wish I did, but unfortunately, everything we have in the house is LCD based. But the primary difference between one is uh, plasma, which, of my knowledge, is probably a little bit shoddy. But I'll try to explain is between. Basically, it's plasma gas, more or less, I believe, in the monitor. Well, LCD is basically a crystalline structure, more or less. That's pretty much the difference between it. Now, the second question between <coughs> a thousand. What was it? Said? 1080p and 720p. Yeah, 1080p and 720p. Well, the difference between that is it's basically described resolution. Uh, basically, high definition. 1080p uh, is 1920 by 1080p. Uh, well, the P stands for progressive. Um, there's, two, there's two different terms there's progressive, there's interlaced. Interlace is basically the. Uh, basically <laughs> the I'm sorry. Welcome to our world, Keep going, Josh. Uh, I asked okay. the question. You did. No, go ahead. Okay. Well, basically, the, basically the difference is is how it's rendered via on the monitor. Interlace is basically when you do it. It could be either or. I believe it's first. It's e it's odd lines and even lines first. Or it could be the other way around where progressive is basically it just renders the line one at a time, you know, at, by the frame until it's finished, and then it basically goes about it again. That's the difference. Um, now, the the two different other parts you were asking about is, it's basically high definition resolution. 720p is, what is this, is it 1280 by 720, I believe? That's the resolution, and the other one is 1920, or 19, 1920 by 1080. Uh, that's basically the difference in resolution. Now, the thing is, obviously, you will probably want to go for the 19... It's 1920 by 1080 because that's obviously going to give you a better picture. Of course, if you can have a high definition source that will display you know, that big, because you know, like if you just take like your standard DVD or like standard SD pro standard definition programming, it's going to look like shit because it's going to have to be scaled up and stretched. And 
details. Uh, okay. You'll see artifacting, and it, it'll just really look really blurry and shitty. While like if you have like a like a thousand eighty piece, excuse me, a thousand eighty i source um, or whatever high definition content, it'll look it'll look a lot better on the bigger screen. LCDs are the newer the newer technology. Is no. that true, or is it plasma? No, in fact, Josh, what's my motto? See the light, press the button, get the banana. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Keeping it simple is a beautiful thing, and that's an interesting question. Obviously, Josh knows a lot about it, but I know a little because we just bought one for the resort, the Hiawatha in Eagle River, Wisconsin, that my wife is running right now, going from flying helicopters to cleaning toilets, rock and roll. <laughs> um, but the, the new technology and is the LED. And it's way better. And the plasma is very old technology. And, and the LCD was like in between there. Now the LED. And now what I've heard, and Josh probably knows more about this than I, is the new technology is um, where it's just not. And, and T, you should know this because you're a photographer. It's, it just doesn't have a standard color base. Where, you know, you always had um, magenta, cyan, and... Mm-hmm. Um, CYMK, yeah. Cyan, yeah. yeah. Yellow, exactly. magenta. And, and, and so now the new TVs have, and I cannot remember how many color things, but I just saw it best by because I was in there today trying to pick up my iPad too. I'm on a waiting list. But anyway, um, so the new technology is, is the LED, which is much better. And, you know, you're right. They did, the, the plasmas used to have that problem with images and that that is long gone. But, um, yeah, you probably don't want to get a plasma or, or LCD if you have the money to get, to get an LED. Now, yeah. I bought a monitor within the last year, so would that automatically be like an LED? If it's it's a Vizio, it's a brand new one, do you think that's no, cause there's not no necessarily... LCDs, okay. No okay. But the prices have gone down so much that it's a good time for that. I like some of them that are the landscaped, you know what I mean? Like, my Vizio yeah. is not a perfect square, and I find that's really useful for gaming because I think World of Warcraft kind of supports that better. You can have more space for your add-ons and things. Yes, yeah, I'm calling it <laughs> yeah, landscape versus yeah, portrait. Widescreen monitor, okay. Well, here's a note, and I just found this today, is, is um, especially this December and January, prices of monitors and TVs went down dramatically. They probably won't stay down in the future because of uh, the critical components come from Japan. And, and with all their problems ah, right now, good thinking. they're not getting them. Yeah, that's why I checked on today to get my iPad 2 for the family. Um, you know, they're only chucking out like 15 a week there when they're normally, you know, 150 a week. And that's what the problem is, is, is the, a lot of the corporations over there that provide the critical components, um, they can't get them out. Do you really think that the tsunami affected industry that widely? I mean, I was asking oh, someone the other day, you know, comparatively, they were saying, like, that would be half of Pennsylvania that was affected versus the rest of the United States, no, you know, size-wise. I mean, they, they haven't seen anything like that. I mean, uh, and they will, you know, it was traumatic, and I'm sure, sure you've seen the videos, but whole towns were just wiped out. And even though it was a lot of the farming communities, um... You know, the fishing industry too has basically been decimated. At least that part of the yeah, yeah. Part of that. and 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 it's going to take a whole you know countrywide effort to get them you know back online. So it's it's you know I feel for them. It's it was quite an event there. So <laughs> my brother-in-law is stationed there. So oh my yeah, and he's um, a, he's safe. Yeah, he is. He is. He's an F-15 pilot there in Japan. So let me move on to the next question. Um, you guys can help answer this if you'd like to. Well, this this one maybe you you won't know so much about because it's Lord of the Rings question, but you can help with the World of Warcraft part. Let's see. 
Aragon asks, I'm a five-year World of Warcraft player picking up Lord of the Rings Online for the first time. What sort of mindset do I need to be in to get the most out of this game? And what's different between this game and the World of Warcraft mindset? Well, maybe you guys would agree or not agree, but I think the World of Warcraft mindset is pretty much uh, to level as fast as possible to get to the endgame content. Do you think so? Um, in my opinion, yeah. I mean, like, when I first started playing, um, I don't believe that was really the case. Um, this is probably four or five years ago now, but um, I found then, back then, I, I found it to be a lot more kind of go at your own pace, you know, and, you know, take your time. Well, now it's all about, you know, with all the ex uh, reduction in experience required to level and, you know, streamlining everything, it's more about, as you put it, you know, get to 85 as fast as possible so you can do heroics and then get into raids if you PvP. So I, I can agree with that. Um, Scott, if you want to put your... Depends while you're playing. Um, when I first started World of Warcraft, you know, I enjoyed just running around by myself. I didn't even know what a guild was. Uh, I accidentally got invited to a guild, and I thought I'd get, like, free stuff if I accepted. <laughs> you know, and so I was in a guild at, like, level 5, and, I mean, it was probably at least 10 months before somebody said, Hey, why don't you ever talk to us? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, you've been good guild for, like, 10 months, and I'm like, what's a guild? And as Josh knows, it was actually, uh, you know, one of our guild mates in the last realm. Um, yeah. Little Dwarf. Yeah, and then... Phil, um, Phil and uh, James. Yeah, James. Potter. And when I had, you know, difficulty being a single, you know, single warrior or whatever, getting through something, they'd always be there for me. And they're the ones that kind of introduced me to guild life. And I was like, wow. So I really enjoyed, again, the community and the team building. If that's in, you know, the Lord of the Rings and that's what he wants... Rock and roll, do that. You know, if he doesn't want to meet people in the social, you know, aspect and the teamwork, which I, I really find lacking in society, you know, um, go for that. You know, he has to decide what he wants in the game. Well, it's a very different game. Um, that that mindset for World of Warcraft, I think, is true, but it's not the way it is in Lord of the Rings Online. That's more of a, a content-based game where you can play the entire thing up to, I think it's level 60 maybe is the cap right now. I never got past about 25. Um, and you can play the whole thing up to there, and then you need to play it again because you're going to miss a good 50% of the content. So the end game isn't very extensive. Um, there's not a lot of PvPing. There's not a lot of end game content. Um, really, it's just the playing of it of the game that's kind of the beautiful thing about that. So I think it's very different from World of Warcraft. Um, and professions are very different in that game too. Because in WoW, I mean, you can really get pretty far. Uh, getting professions, and I know at least Josh uses it for getting some serious bank um, with mining and some other stuff. But with that game, they're really kind of use useless unless you're a cook or a scholar, they call it. But I think that's rather different too, because wow, I think it's very important to have a profession level, which I never figured out until I was about 65. I was pretty sad about uh, yeah. doing that. Yeah, I was the same way too, so don't, don't, feel, don't feel too bad about that. Well, still, I think skinning and... Uh, Herbalism is the stupidest profession choice I could have possibly picked ever. I don't know what I was thinking with that. It's like, could I could I make something that would that would yield nothing useful to my character ever? That would that would be the two I could pick, pretty much. Yeah, and, and I love that series, but I don't think I'd play because I got really bitter at the last, you know, Lord of the Rings. Um, the movie? You know. Yeah. Why? Why is I this? Loved it. You know, I love the whole thing. Well, because he got screwed. I mean, he goes through all that burden of, you know, carrying the ring and his friend and the fellowship, you know, and all that. Right. You know, Frodo. And then, 
Yeah, yeah, and then then he gets you know nailed on a boat, and he's the cabin boy. You know what happens to the cabin boy on? <laughs> he was not I mean, the cabin boy. boy. He was not. No, he got to go to the Undying Lands with the elves and the magic. Yeah, and everybody else, and he's like a little... You know what's going to happen well, on a boat. Oh, gosh. It was, and, and you know, he had Gandalf and everybody, and he's going, and he's he's the cabin boy on the boat. Like, <laughs> why, why go through all that? Kyler. Boat, it's like, bring me a beer, Hobbit. You know, and it's just like... You know, I was like, really? Really? Why couldn't he be an elf and get some kind of princess or something? You know, well, no. And did you notice there was no chicks on that boat whatsoever? Just Gandalf. That was the last boat. All the others had gone ahead of time. Maybe there was someone there for him. Oh, you think you can swap boats in the middle of the ocean? No, the, the whole fleet left. That was the very last one. All I saw was dudes in that boat and Gandalf. <laughs> Bilbo was on that boat, so you know that, he, that, that Frodo is not going to be the only lame one on there. Okay, so there's two cabin boys. Either way. You know, so I was all upset. I was like, really? No, no hot elves are there or anything? No. <laughs> Gandalf's like, come on, you're coming with me. You know, and it's just, you know, that was upsetting to me. You know, they should have been heroes. Instead, they got to get on the boat and... No. He was a hero. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. I would rather been in the castle and been a king with a hot other elf, you know? Yeah, well, okay. That kind of made me bitter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it was ruined for you. So now the new Hobbit's going to come out. That might be pretty interesting. Yeah, who's going to star in that? They were talking originally the same uh, actor who had done Bilbo, but I don't think they're going to do that now. I mean, it's been quite a while. He's getting a little up there in years, isn't he? I, I think I just looked at it last night, and um, yeah, I think it, it, it is him. Uh, is it? Ian Holm, or whatever his name is. That's, oh. that's the guy that played in the, in the movie. Okay, well, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, I guess the uh, director, Peter Jackson, he had, what, liver or something wrong with his something? And, oh, uh, no. Yeah, so that's why they delayed it, but they're, um... So, that man looks like a hobbit. Yeah, I think he's lost a lot of weight because of the medical stuff, though. What, what, and, uh, yeah, what, did you guys ever see him when he was filming? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the way he moves around and stuff? Oh, yeah, but it was good. I, he was talented. That was one have, of the, the few trilogies or whatever that, like, you know, they didn't suck after, you know... Converting it. Go ahead, Josh, what were you saying? I was gonna say he just lost a lot of weight. You know, I remember, I remember like watching it like six, seven years ago when he was filming that. And he was big as a house, and now he's just ridiculously thin. I was like, holy shit, is that Peter Jackson? Oh, he, yeah. He certainly, uh, he certainly, I guess he had a problem with his health or something, and they told him you either gotta cut the weight or you're gonna die. But yeah, he looks a lot better than he did. So. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I think they're 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 uh, yeah, he's on track now. They started filming, which is good. And um, I was really disappointed because I was a Star Wars freak when I was in high school. I'm aging myself. But Did you know they're re-releasing them in 3D? Oh, no way. Yes, no. the original three. They're going to re-release them in 3D. Well, they've talked about that for years, but when are they going to do it, though? I heard re soon. Like it was someone saw a preview or something like that. As long as they don't start that 4 4D, because I did that in Vegas, and I'll never do that again. That freaked me out. What is 4D? Like smells? What? No. <laughs> I, I've been going to Vegas for years, my friend, because I am a Star Trek freak, too. I love Star Trek. She's like, let's go to the Star ditto, Trek ditto. experience. And so I go in there, and, you know, you're in a scenario, and the Klingons are attacking Las Vegas and all that. And and I have to admit, I was a little inebriated when I went on this trip. That made it worse. Because <laughs> we're in this transporter, and they're like, one of you is Captain Kirk's, you know, great, 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 great grandson or whatever. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that would be me. You know, I'm an aviator. Follow me. 
I can fly the starship, you know, and they're like, great, all the other tourists. And we get in there, and they show this, you know, 3D film of the Klingons, and they're trying to bust in the, sh you know, in, in, in your ship with a big drilling apparatus. Before that, you're getting little puffs in the air, you know, in your seat, in your face. Mm -hmm. And you're getting little mist and all sorts of other stuff, you know, for visual, and I guess that's what the 4D was. But right when that doggone drill was coming through the hole of the ship, and it's all traumatic, a friggin', like, drill thing comes up through the seat, and unfortunately, it hit me right square in the chocolate starfish. No! Oh, no, no! And I scream! Ah! I've been violated! You know, and... Uh, no! You know, yeah, I was like, the Borg, and they're trying to assimilate me! <laughs> Not that way! No, and, and, and I didn't like it at all! It was it was awful, and I was all tense, and, 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 and you know, it was awful! God, you know, I've, I've been penetrated. Uh, it was like I was in prison. It was awful. And, um, you know, some people, the plunger hit on, like, the right butt cheek. You know, I don't know how I was sitting in my chair, but it was the wrong place at the wrong time. And it was, it was, it was pretty traumatic. I'm sorry. And, uh, I didn't like it at all. So stay away from 4D. Yeah, let's not see the Hobbit in 4D. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give Sting a new name. Another question. Last week I was talking to uh, Dragonitis, Dan, you know him. He's been in yeah, some of our is. conversations. He's a game designer and we were talking about some of the games he's created and a term I kept running across called radiosity and I'd asked him what is radiosity and we did not know. We had some disagreement. So I'm going to ask you guys, what is radiosity? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I really don't know off the top Just of my head. Make, it up. <laughs> make it up. Radiosity. We made it up. What, what we think really? it is. Yeah, what do you think I, it is? I think it's, it's, it's somebody that, um, Radio City Hall? No. <laughs> I think it's somebody that's probably a little too anal about, you know, raiding. Either they're going to raid or they're not going to do anything. I don't know. Do you want me to tell you what it is? The technical answer is, for the people that didn't know last week and for me who got it wrong, um, it's a rendering algorithm which gives a more realistic rendering of shadows and diffuse light. Like, basically, if you're creating a 3D graphic for a game and you want to shade it properly, this... This thing allows you to do that. Um, certain engines that you could use are called, there's one called Lightscape, uh, 3D Studio Max, Render Zone Plus, stuff like that. They're all like so, programs. So basically, in a nutshell, it's a shader. Yeah, it's a, it's a fancy name for a shader. There. Yeah, way above my skill level. Again, see the light, press the button, get the banana. <laughs> Whatever. Radiosity. Radiosity, yes. Alright, T. <laughs> don't explain it anymore. I'll get a headache. So. Alright, here's a World of Warcraft question. Is this better? Achievement Busted asks, In World of Warcraft, what opposing reputations can you raise both to friendly and exalted? Um, well, obviously you can't raise them both at the same time. But you could raise one and then lower it to hated while raising the opposing one. I think Alders and Scryers in Shattrath, it's pretty much... Shattrath pretty much sets you up for those two opposing ones, right? And let's see, Steamwheeler Cartel and the Bloodsail Buccaneers, probably another opposing set you could get exalted as well as uh, hated. Um, Oracles, Frenzy Heart. Do you ever do those Oracle dailies? Do you know what I mean? They look like little uh, mud puppies, kind of. Do you know? And you can, if you do them enough, you can get an egg. Um, if you get to exalted, you can buy an egg from them. And then I think every seven days, the egg has a chance to hatch into a, some sort of a flying mount. 
Did you ever no. do? You never did that? I want to. Like I said, I'm doing. Well, I was doing dailies, and I just I don't know. This is a Wrath of the Lich King. It was in um, Sholazar Basin, I think. Oh, the Oracles. Yeah. That's what it is, Green Proto Drake, and you have yeah. to be exalted. I, I have it now. Yeah, I got it. Oh, but see, I can't, I can't stand the Oracle dailies. Like I only got to honored. I think halfway through honored, and I just couldn't stand them anymore. Those guys annoy me so much. Did you know that in patch 4.1, uh, or I think it is, they're gonna make it so that you can have unlimited dailies? Like, let's say you have, instead of having dailies like per day, it's per week. So let's say there's there's 20 dailies in a week you can do. Now you can oh. do them all at once in one day if you want, or you can space them out over the week, but you only have that amount per week to do instead of per day. Does that make I think sense? That's a good idea because some people have jobs and schedules, and yeah. Will that make you play more? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a good idea. No, I, I was just going to say, I did them, and I had no problem with them, but then again, I, I only did them for that damn Drake, and after I was done, I said, shit, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> that. I got tired of it. But thankfully, though, I was I was lucky, because like I read on the forums occasionally, and I see people that have been doing that thing for a full year, and I think of like, oh, I'm, I feel sorry for these people, because I got mine like a month, and I got like oh. four or five eggs, and I... I got like, yeah, see ya, I'm done. And then I, like, I read in the forums and people say, I I've been doing this thing for two years and I still haven't got a damn egg. And I'm, I feel like, sorry, dude. I feel sorry for you, but... It's just man. purely luck. I mean, it's the same way with the... Oh, yeah, it is. Sorry. All the drops for all of the, the mounts that we run all the time. You know, we're always trying to get the my favorite mount ever. Tapas Keep or the, the Hawk Strider one? Uh, the Tempest Keep there's one there's... with the yeah, uh, yeah. Phoenix mount. LR. 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 Yeah. Uh, Yes, that's my favorite. I really wish I had that one. I, I like the um, purple one, though, that, that came out, which I think you can get by being uh, doing every single dungeon. I think that's what it is. You have to complete every single dungeon, in including like BWD, all of them. You have to complete them, and if your guild completes them, I believe you can get that. Are you talking about the, the guild perk? It you looks like a purple phoenix, basically. Oh, it's probably the... the uh, uh... I can't remember the name of it right now. It's the guild one. Dark you, Phoenix you know. or something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called. Complete all the all you complete all the dungeons and everything, and especially the heroic ones. And if you do that, you get the the Phoenix as a reward for everybody in the guild. I think that's what you're talking. About. I don't have anything else for the podcast, guys. Unless you want to add something. It was very fun, and and, and thanks for uh, inviting me on here. And gaming to me is about uh, relationships and just fun running with people. Otherwise, you can just play. You know, Halo or something by yourself. You know, it's just it's yeah, just, uh, that's the difference. Some of the best times, even though I haven't done a like twenty-five man raid forever, was just like you, me, and Josh, and, and your husband. We we did that one thing was it was just a hoot. You know, even though we struggled and I fell in the lava and everybody had to come back and it's like the longest five man raid ever because I couldn't get out of the stupid lava pit. Ah, oh, that and was funny. And I, Josh and I was just he and I and. We two-manned, you know, a uh, raid where it took like 25 people back in the day to do, and it was just... Oh, nope. yeah, that was, that was that was Obsidian Sanctum. We, we almost just, did. We know, got it down to like 1% or something we, like that. We could have done it, but I got spazzed. You know, but I mean, it was just, again, even though it was just two people or you and me, you know, and, and, and your husband, and we, again, it's about relationships for me, and, and it's been a great time, so I appreciate it, T. You're welcome. Anything you'd like to add, Josh, before we close here? Tristan, the only, the only thing I'd like to add is, uh, well, two things I'd like to add is, first, I need $500,000 to get me on a plane tomorrow out of here. That's the first thing. The second thing is, uh, <laughs> disappointed very no. greatly by not asking any questions by Andrew Jackson. You really have disappointed me. I'm sorry. 
That's true. I've offended you with by neglecting Andrew Jackson, but I I just thought he stood alone so well that maybe he didn't need any other commentary. <laughs> and we could we could have a telethon for Josh, the Get Josh Out of Paradise. Who will yeah, donate telethon? If you want to fly out of there, just fly out of there. You don't have to join the Mile High Club with some you know superstar model for five hundred thousand dollars. I don't know what he. <laughs> he could just pay like six hundred and get out of there. He doesn't need five. Yeah, that's excessive, Josh. You don't need to fly first class. Your sight's hot. I don't know what the hell I do with the cash. Is I put it in the bank and save it. Shit, I'd save my money because, like Scott keeps telling me, save, save, save. Shit, that, that's what I'd be doing with it. If I had $500,000, I'd let you guys know. Maybe. If any of the listeners have suggestions about future topics or ways to improve the show, I'll be setting up a live recording, which I apologize did not happen this week because of the flu. So I'll look for it next week, possibly on a Sunday or a Monday, but you can find that on uh, www.genesee.com where I'll post the information for that. And you can let me know your questions and to add to this current discussion. If you have any gray areas in your relationship and would like to submit a question or maybe you need some advice and a new perspective, please email me at genesee.com. Gray at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week with a new episode.